That's Matthew West with Take Heart on Victory 91.5. It's Corey and Ray. And if you have the More Music app, I'm sure we're going to be uploading all of these segments on the podcast. It is my goal to have them all up this afternoon. All the notes will be on the blog and all the recorded pieces that we've been talking about will be in the podcast. Which is awesome because sometimes, you know, you want to go back and like research, read more (laughs) into this. Yes. And we're talking all about Second Passover, which... It's just really awesome because God gives us a second chance. That's what this is all about. Redemption, restoration, the fact that we have Jesus in heaven to look forward to. Amen. And so we're just talking about the heavens, looking at heaven in a different way. Yeah. And, you know, the heavens also speak of the the sky above us, right? God puts all these appointed feasts and times were set in motion by the sun, the moon, and the stars. That's Mm -hmm. how we measure them. If you notice last night, there was this big, beautiful moon outside. And that was a supermoon, the third in a row, one at Purim, yeah. one the biggest one at Passover, and another at second Passover. Now, do you want to guess when the next supermoon is going to be? Another Jewish That's holiday. Right. When, the when? next one, Rosh Hashanah. Ah. So this year is just very interesting uh, in the heavens. And I want to just do a little throwback to when I taught on Passover a month ago, because this has just been on my heart and staying there, and it's just such a profound thing um, that... As we look to the heavens, we do that, but we also, it, it should cause us to go look to our hearts. And that this particular feast does that for me. Um, so here's what it says in Leviticus 23. You shall count seven full weeks from the day after the Sabbath, from the day you brought the sheaf of wheat, not a sheep, but a sheaf. You shall count 50 days to the day after the seventh Sabbath, then you present a grain offering of new grain to the Lord. So... That was the from the resurrection day all the way to Pentecost. There's these 50 days. And this is what he tells them to do. So what's interesting is 3,500 years ago, the Lord commanded Israel to count the omer, the barley harvest, beginning the day after the Sabbath during Passover. They're going to count 50 days to the festival of uh, Shavuot or Pentecost. For most of the last 2,000 years, the Jewish people had no homeland and no harvest to count, right? Yet they continued to count the Omer. Do you get it yet? They're counting a harvest that did not exist. Mm. That's pretty amazing. Then about 130 years ago, as the Lord brought them back to that ancient homeland, the barley harvest was restored. So now the Omer is counted in Israel as it was in ancient times with an actual harvest. Pretty amazing harvest. What is faith? It's counting the days of a non-existent harvest in expectation of a divine blessing. Mm. The days between Passover and Pentecost, when we remember our salvation and the gift of the Holy Spirit, we give thanks for blessings we've yet to receive in the expectation of victory, restoration, and a harvest of righteousness, which is on the way. Shavuot, incidentally, Pentecost is May 28th. That's when I'll be back in in 20 days and teach on uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit and all that goes with Pentecost. This is such uh, fascinating uh, year uh, for feasts. You know, the, all the supermoons that happened. But last month, something else happened. And, of course, you had 
all the the Jews from all over the world were all confined in their homes. That's the first time that happened since Egypt, 3,500 years ago. The plague is called Corona or Crown because this season and year is all about authority and crowns. The Hebrew word is Nazer, N-E-Z-E-R, Nazer. There's several Hebrew crown words for crown, but that's the most significant one. Nazer means crown, authority, or set apart. If you notice, everybody's what? They're quarantined. They're set apart. They're Nazer or quarantine. The plague isn't about a virus as much as it's about changes to crowns and authority. Passover is always about crowns and authority. They went from slaves to a chosen people in a promised land. Jesus goes from a crown of thorns, seated at the right hand of God, gets his right crown back. Amos 5 tells us to seek the Lord and live. He who made the Pleiades and Orion. Now, the Pleiades is a group of seven stars. It's part of the constellation. We call it Taurus the bull. In Hebrew, that is sure. And in, when God made the earth and, and the stars and the skies and the planets, he built that whole constellation system. So they actually all have Hebrew names originally. And that was sure. And it's part of the constellation story that tells the good news of Christ. Sure means to return or to come back. So that constellation is really important with Jesus. So it includes two star groups. One, the Pleiades, which means gathering, and the Hyades, which means congregated. Sounds like a church, doesn't it? Well, the Pleiades are believed to be the seven churches of Revelation in the heavens. So last month on April 3rd, which in the Hebrew month where you're counting to see where Passover is, that's the 10th day where you choose the lamb for Passover. And on that particular day, the Pleiades had the bright morning star, which is Venus, in the midst of them. Now, that's an interesting picture. You have Revelation 22. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I'm the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. So, forever, since his birth even, the, they've been looking at that particular one, the bright morning star, morning and at night, and following that because it speaks of Jesus. And when he comes into the Pleiades, what's that picture? Revelation 2 and 3, but specifically uh, Revelation 1. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. In his right hand, he held seven stars. The mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and of the seven golden lampstands is the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. So this is a conjunction. It's Venus and you can see it with a naked eye. That happened a month ago. It happens in a minor way every year, but you just can't see it. But close up like it did this year, it happens every eight years. But this is in Hebrew 5780 or 80 is pay, right? The first part of Pesach. So this only this happens right around the Passover. But it only happens in a Pesach year every 200 years. So we won't see it again in our lifetime. So yes, this year is unbelievably significant for this particular uh, conjunction. And I shared in more detail last month the significance of the times we're living in this year. For second Passover, I just want to look at the significance of what God might be saying to us right now. So on um, these next two things, I'm going to break them into two pieces, but it is what follows after that happens. Jesus is standing there. He's in the Pleiades, so to speak. He's got the seven churches and the seven stars. And then he releases seven letters to the churches. And we're going to look at those seven letters, just real abbreviated sort of way, to see what he's saying to us in this season. Coming up, we're going to hear from Thrive Worship, their song called Ruins, after we hear a word from our ministry show partner. I'm Tim Green, owner of Halo.